Hey, it's Latif from Radio Lab. Our goal with each episode is to make you think, how did I live this long and not know that? Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Listen wherever you get podcasts. One of the things we've really learned this year is how cancer can clarify and simplify a lot of things in life. Before I was diagnosed, it was hard for me to be happy. You know, I also was a perfectionist. Like, I like things to be perfect. 28-year-old Crystal Miller is delivering a message for us on this Christmas Eve. To get to perfect, she's learned you have to let go and understand that you can't control everything in life. I like things to go the way that they were supposed to go or planned. I feel like this circumstance has changed me. It changed me for the better. You know, it allowed me to look at myself and see how I was living and turn some things around. You know, I'm grateful that I had the chance to do that. It is us here at The Takeaway who are grateful. And to so many of you who have supported Crystal and her breast cancer survivor soulmate, Anita Coleman, who has faced cancer twice and had numerous surgeries. After the reconstruction, I had to conquer the look. And when I say conquer the look, I look fine on the outside to the human eye, but I know what I saw in the mirror. I saw a lot of scars. Needless to say, my bikini cut has a couple frowns, but I'm okay with that because I had to learn I am still here. I am not my body. I am my spiritual being. Anita, Crystal, and Lisa Eccles allowed us to follow them on their journey for much of this year in interviews and in keeping audio diaries for us. Here's Lisa. Sometimes you have to look back at things that happen in your life in order to continue to live forward. My mother did not get a chance to see me at the age of 25. And I see my daughter here at the age of 25. It just feels so good to me to be here. Lisa, Anita, and Crystal are the leaders of our Under Her Skin community of survivors. Under Her Skin is a series of interviews, an audio diary project, and a social media experiment on The Takeaway that comes to a close today. And as we say goodbye to these women, we want to remind you how they have given face to an alarming statistic that African-American women diagnosed with breast cancer are roughly 40% more likely to die than their white counterparts. It feels great um, to to get the word out there and let people know, um, let the women of color know that you're not alone in what you're going through because we went through the same thing. So it's, it's good to, to be able to mentor and minister to, to women of color. Yeah. And I would say just not a woman of color, but anybody that's going through it. I think the best times that like made me smile was like when somebody got on the Facebook group and they were newly diagnosed and they were like, you know, this just happened and I'm reach- I'm reaching out to you or whoever because they needed comfort because I think I felt the same way when I was diagnosed. I didn't know anybody that was diagnosed with breast cancer personally. So that was like, you know, that that's what I yearned for. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful that we were able to provide that for somebody else. That's great. And Anita? Any opportunity to give positive thinking and and motivation to anyone at any time to me is a blessing Mm -hmm. and what you guys john with your radio station has done was allow for people to have an avenue sometimes if you just hear someone going through what you're going through and to know that they can do it, it it encourages other people to know that i i can get i too can get through this 
Yeah. Yeah. So true. Of course, you can't really say goodbye to new friends like these. Over the course of six months, Lisa gave us all advice on life lessons she's learned from working in an intensive care unit for newborns in Memphis. Anita visited New York this summer from L.A. and took the town by storm. And Crystal came out of her shell and became something of a media personality online and in her own community. So six months later, where do they stand? All three have finished their treatments, but Lisa still has one more surgery ahead, a preventive hysterectomy on December 30th. Anita also decided to have preventive surgery herself. She tested positive for the BRCA gene and recently had both ovaries removed. And a year after her diagnosis, Crystal is happy to report that she's cancer-free. On the air and online, we have come to know these women, and they've come to know each other. But it was only last week that they actually spoke together. We brought them together to think about this year and so we could say goodbye. All three are busy making holiday preparations, but the news from their doctors, turns out, is better than any Christmas present. I mean, for me, it's, you know, I'm a couple days away from my um, diagnosis from last year, so it'll be a year. Um, So it's very, you know, it signifies a lot. And just like the new year coming up, I really didn't want to bring this into the new year. I just want to, like make the next year the best year of my life. It's really a reflection on how far I've come and that I've made it. You know, I got through it. And I know this probably won't be the only thing in my life. Things happen. But it's going to be a reminder that I can, you know, I am a conqueror. I can get through anything. And you got your pals. Yes. That's right. Anita, how about you? Um, I'm looking forward to the holiday season. First of all, um, not to have any doctor's appointments. I have one (laughs) more on... Tuesday, it's a blessing. Every day is a blessing mm-hmm. for me because this is my second time around. Mm-hmm. So I, I I just am thankful. I'm coming up on a year in February for my diagnosis, and I'm thankful for all the support system I have, my family, and just knowing that I am empowered to get through anything. It's just a feeling that it, it frees you. You're nodding, Lisa? I am. My year... Um, from diagnosis has, has passed. Mine was um, was December um, the 9th. And when it came to that, you know, it was like I could exhale. And just at this point, I can in, enjoy life and, and be so grateful. You know, some people take life for granted. But when you have went through a storm, you cherish every moment, every day, every bite of food that you can eat that you couldn't probably eat when you was going through chemo and every strength that God has given to you that you didn't have when you was going through. It's just the little bitty things to me that counts. So anything about your stories that you didn't want to share that was really off limits to the community of uh, under her skin, Lisa? No, I shared everything. I, I want people to really know. And when they hear my voice to to know what I've been through. You know, I, I don't want to hold anything back because if you hold something back, then somebody might need that information. So I don't want to hold back anything, and I didn't hold anything back. Anita? I haven't held anything back because what cancer did for me is it let me be a little bit freer in expression because Crystal and Lisa, I, I know you can emphasize with me, like when you go to the doctor and all these different doctors, you just, you're, you're open, you know, mm-hmm. I, yeah. you, 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 you can't say, oh no, don't look here, don't look there. And so 
what I've done is if people I've if some if a lady asks me, well, how does the burns look? You know, hey, let's step over here. You can see. Yeah. What, yeah. Why hold back? Because what you can show somebody or tell somebody, it eases their pain. Because people are apprehensive and when I was going through radiation in my last couple of days when the burning was really bad, my doctor shielded me. She didn't want a new patient to see me. She said, because if the lady saw how much pain I was in and how I was walking. And I said, but no, let us see. I, I mean, you know, who in fall goes to the doctor in a tube top dress? Because I couldn't wear a bra and the pain was excruciating. But when she said, I don't want her to see what you're going through because it'll keep her from wanting to do it. I said, no, if she sees it, she can embrace it. Because fear, we're our own worst enemies. And if you're fearful of something, but you see somebody else who's gone through it, it helps you get through it. Yeah. Crystal, I'm sensing you maybe learned a little more about vulnerability this year. Yeah. And, you know, I do. I was pretty open um, during the whole thing. But something I probably did keep back was dating. Um, I really didn't speak about that. But I am dating somebody and <laughs> yeah, and Yay! he's been, <laughs> but he, and he's been around since the beginning, um, but not until recently where we really started dating and stuff like that. And I think it, I think now it's important for me to share because that was some of um, maybe that as far as vulnerability, I didn't really want to, want to be that vulnerable because you there's room for rejection or somebody not wanting to go through this with you and stuff like that, and um, you know having to show scars and those type of things. I'm on a drug that can make you feel like you're in menopause and all those things. And, you know, I just want to share it now because I think it's important for other women of all ages to know that this doesn't have to be something that hinders that. And there are people who will understand and and are willing to like work through things with you. So that's something I didn't Mm -hmm. share. (laughs) So Anita and Lisa, it sounds like this guy maybe passed a test over the last. (laughs) I think so. I say go, Crystal, go, Crystal, because it takes a it takes for to me. This is my opinion. It's an honor whoever ends whoever I end up with. It's an honor for them to be with me, Mm. (laughs) because you have to see yourself in that light. So Crystal, you are worthy. Know that whoever you pick. It's not they picked you, you picked them. And it's an honor because to me, our wounds are like pins that, you know, they, I'm not saying we're soldiers in a war, but you know, if you're, you get a, a medal of valor, whatever, your scars, they're your medals. You know, it's a tribute to what you went through and how you persevered to be here. So, you know, he's, he's blessed. He's lucky. <laughs> tell him, you better tell him he doesn't want me to come from California. <laughs> Thank you. Now we really put the pressure on. What a way to end the year. (laughs) Well, ladies, it's been great being with you this year, and uh, I really admire your candor and, you know, your willingness to share and and being at the center of this great community. Yeah, I want to thank you so much for, like, providing us with the platform um, and also bringing attention to – breast cancers and minorities yes. um, and the disparities amongst those, um, you know, different groups and stuff like that. It's talked about all the all the time in my field, but I don't think a lot of people, even other breast cancer survivors that I share certain statistics with, um, you know, they're not aware of it. So I want to, you know, I'm very grateful for providing the platform um, for us to speak and get our stories out there. I you guys have been too. great. Thank you. Thank you so, Thank so you. much.
And for our final time, we say thank you and best of luck to the three ladies we followed this year. Crystal Miller of New York, Anita Coleman in Los Angeles, and Lisa Eccles from Memphis, Tennessee. You can find the entire series on our website, thetakeaway.org. And although we wrap up this project, the Facebook group is still active, and you can join by typing in Under Her Skin.